like Hollywood let us know that psychopaths were this one thing and they were serial killers and crazy. They were psychotic. Yeah. So you don't have to be psychotic to be a psychopath. Hello. Welcome back to another episode. It's my birthday episode. This is Andy's birthday episode. We've been planning this episode since the beginning. We've been planning this episode since yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Since the beginning of yesterday. Yeah. It's not my birthday when we're recording, but it will be my birthday when this comes out. Yes. Which probably means it'll be four weeks past my birthday when you listen to this. (laughs) (laughs) It could be a year past. If ever. Yeah. You might not ever even listen to this. But we are very excited over here for Andy's birthday. (laughs) Except not really. (laughs) Because it's hot. And there's nothing to do. There's nothing to do. And no place to go. And no money to do anything with, even if we could. Wow, you really brought that down pretty quick. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh... She she just told me right before this to get excited. So now I'm just wondering if you just set me up to shoot me down. <laughs> okay, what if I could do anything in the whole world, what would I want to do on my birthday? Like leave the country. But be more specific. And if you get it right, I'll be happy forever. Like where would you go? Where would I go and what would I want to do? You would go to Denmark. Mm-hmm. Where in Denmark? Oh, in Copenhagen. Okay. And... I can't remember the name, but it's the boats. You yes. would want to go on the... A go-boat. Go-boat. Yeah. <laughs> With champagne. With champagne. And little shrimp sandwiches. And the little shrimpies. Yeah. That sounds like a pretty nice birthday, if you ask me. Yeah. All, okay, well, what do I want to do on my birthday? It's not your birthday, though. Like <laughs> You have to wait till it's your birthday episode for us to ask you. But I, want, no. I, want, I want you to guess what I would want to do on no. my birthday. We can't do that until your birthday episode. It's not about you. Okay, Andy has at least six months to figure this out. I'm pretty sure I could figure it out, but more so, I am a Leo, and this isn't about your birthday. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, birthday episode. He's Seth, and I'm Andy. Welcome to That Sounds Legit. So since it's my birthday episode, we're talking about one of my favorite topics. Like favorite topic ever. Can you guess what it is, Seth? I know that you know, but like, what are some of my favorite things? Well, the first thing I would say is, and this is not that you like this, but you're interested in this, it's serial killers. Yeah, I'm interested in true crime and serial killers. Yes. That's not what we're talking about. No. What are we talking about? What else am I interested in? Vampires? Cults? Yeah, we kind of already already talked about those. Basically every topic up to this point. Every spooky, weird thing I'm into. I'm also into Scandinavia and watermelon and... Fruit. (laughs) Pink donuts with sprinkles. Champagne. Champagne, yeah. I like those things. 
But our topic today mostly is psychopaths. Psychopaths. When did you become aware of psychopaths? Honestly, I like don't... Like what, when you're like 22? I don't... I think even like later. later <laughs> mid to... I, honestly, I don't even want to answer the question because yeah. it's kind of embarrassing. Well, so I have a little bit of notes for me. I've been fascinated with psychopaths since the age of 10 or 11 because... 10 or 11? Yes. Which part of that, I'm like, perhaps my parents should have been a little bit more hardcore on the movies I was watching. But I had a period of time where I was like very into old movies and I watched... So I started with like all the old Marilyn Monroe movies. And then somehow that got me into like all the Alfred Hitchcock movies which then somehow got me into watching like Psycho as like a 10 or 11 like I was real I w- it was before middle school for sure so you're saying like Marilyn Monroe it's like the gateway to yeah. like all things dark yeah because yeah because she, ultimately she's super sad did, did she she kill herself or not I think she overdosed yeah and she's been quoted, yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, so I've been aware of psychopaths since the age of 10 or 11, and I've been fascinated with them since then. Although, like, at the very beginning, I did think they were all, like, serial killers. Oh, yeah. And so growing older and being an adult in the real world and etc., I've also realized, like, I've, like, in- actually encountered psychopaths Some in, the, in the wild that they're not just serial killers but they are among us and that's the frightening fact right it's terrifying like, how do we even know who somebody is one you have to be well you, yeah i don't know andy what if i told you that you could take a quiz oh i know that you can take a quiz online so are you gonna make me take a quiz <laughs> i think i might okay um i did take the quiz earlier <gasps> Are you a psychopath? Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, anybody who knows Andy. <laughs> Are you a psychopath? <laughs> okay. Let's just talk about. <laughs> Are you a psychopath? I can't go on until you tell me. <laughs> I can't breathe. Are you a psychopath? <laughs> Are you? No, I need to know right now. <laughs> okay, so the quiz, um, it's from psychocentral.com. <laughs> the way she's staring at me is int- <laughs> so intense. Okay, it's really not that funny. Um, so there's a handful of questions to kind of go through things, and, and it kind of rates you on your answer. And I would just like you to know that I got a four, which is, that means that I'm not a psychopath. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I didn't think that you were, but it's terrifying. I'm actually terrified of any so- psychopath. <laughs> so it's like, um, there's a, you kind of get, you get rated the number. So it's like. Is it four out of 10? No, it's, it's more than 20, I think. So it's like zero to 12. It's like little to no psychopathic tendencies. Okay. 13 to 17, moderate to minor psychopathic tendencies. 18 and up, it's strong, you know, psychopathic tendencies. So 
I would just like you to know that I'm not a psychopath. Okay. Based off this test that I took. That made me feel really nervous. <laughs> Which, it makes you feel nervous. And I think because psychopaths can be very cunning. And like, the thing is like, they can hide. They can hide. Yeah who they are to people and so even if you know the traits or etc yeah they're just like these scary chameleon people do you have some qualities about them that you would like to read um i do but i've also i have like so i i noted like i've been interested since i watched psycho at a probably too early age Mm -hmm. um but i think I got fascinated even then because I really just un, like enjoy trying to understand why people do things. So I think Psycho was like my first introduction. Psycho and Night of the Living Dead were my first introductions of like, why would anyone ever do something like this? Like, I did not understand serial killers, psychopaths, or zombies. <laughs> was that what led you into like studying like sociology? Yeah, in college? and that's I wrote a little note, and it's like I think that's ultimately why my degree ended up being in sociology and not international business or teaching, which I tried. <laughs> um, but it's because my natural tendencies and what I'm actually interested in are just like people and why they do the things that they do. So I think that's why this topic has always been super interesting to me. Did that like interest ever shift? Like, I don't know, at some point, like, would you say it's like, even like a self-defense kind of like thing? As to why I'm interested in it? Yeah. Mm, No, no. I think... I've always been an observer of people. Hmm. And so I've always wanted to like observe and understand. I do think there's certain things in my background and like upbringing and environment that probably also encouraged that. But no, I think ultimately I've always just been an observer of people. And I think like the international business or teaching, that's because like, I'm like, oh, I should want to do these things. Right. Um, to find out that like I had no motivation to actually pursue them. Yeah, it's like marketing. So, okay, uh, you said, do I have characteristics of a psychopath, right? Yeah. I have a long list. There's a lot of things. <laughs> um, so psychopathy is characterized by a diagnostic features such as superficial charm, High intelligence, poor judgment, failure to learn from experiences, pathological egocentricity, an incapacity for love, lack of remorse or shame, impulsive, grandiose sense of self-worth, pathological lying, manipulative behavior, poor self-control, promiscuous sexual behavior, juvenile delinquency, and criminal versatility? So you have to be a uh, among others, criminal. among other things, mm-hmm. but those that's a huge long list of things. I think one of the things I realize kind of thinking more about this is like the difference between like being a psychopath and like being just having like an antisocial disorder is like 
like psychopathy is is much more like behavior and then action like personality trait behavior action and like antisocial is more like um just kind of like a a behavior Hmm. it's not so like it's a mentally ingrained yeah it's a quirk without like having to act on things Mm -hmm. one other thing that i just noted with uh psychopaths is like they're just ultimately known for needing excessive stimulation Mm. which i am someone who is always like am i a psychopath (laughs) am i bipolar do i have this problem and i've been told for a long long time like the fact that i even have the thought to question it most likely means i don't have whatever the thing is you definitely don't need a lot of stimulus but yeah this in particular i'm like Oh, I need like negative stimulation. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you're an anti psychopath. Anti psychopath. That's interesting. So I I actually wrote down a few things about things you might not know about a psychopath from the conversation.com. The first one is that there's a little bit of a psychopath in all of us. No. <laughs> it says it's a spectrum and we are all somewhere on that spectrum. So if you've ever shown a lack of guilt or remorse or not felt empathy with somebody, or you've charmed someone to get what you want, then you've displayed a psychopathic trait. You don't think it's a spectrum. It's either black or white. Mm, I mean, knowledge tells me nothing's black and white, but I don't... I guess I think I'm very, very low on the spectrum then, if there is one. Number two, psychopaths are not all psychos. Oh, yeah, that's... Yeah, it's kind of what you said. Yeah. So it's like... There's a lot of people in society. Who, there's a ton of people who have normal lives and jobs and families. And they say that psychopaths are like less likely to react like intensely in like such like a fear-evoking situation. So they say that people who are good at that are soldiers and surgeons. And CEOs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The third one is that this is kind of a funny title. It's psychopaths prefer sex in the city to little house on the prairie. So they like being like with multiple people other than family life? Well, it's kind of like they prefer to be in a big city and kind of promiscuous and uh. do all kinds of things like that and hide. So the last one is that psychopaths actually do have feelings. Yeah, they're just different than normal people. But it's mostly they actually still have like happiness and joy. Why? <laughs> You don't think they actually feel no? I think happy they do. Or joy, I, or I gratification. Think, no, I I think that they feel all the feelings. It just uh, it's very different. So what they get joy and gratitude from is different than what a normal person gets joy and gratitude from. Yeah, yeah. And it has to be a bigger experience. So not not only is it like. I got a promotion and won the lottery in the same day. It might be a little like twisted yeah. in why they're feeling gratitude. Yeah. Like maybe it also has to do with like making our coworker feel bad and then getting the promotion and like that kind of twisted way of feeling power over someone else is what actually like allows them to feel the hmm. feeling. That's kind of a weird thing. Well, because, like, I th- their whole thing is, like, people are, like, objects to try and play with or overpower. And so I think a lot of, like, their feelings have to stem from that notion that they are 
accomplishing that with other people. I think I knew that was a part of psychopaths, but I don't think I like really realized that was like one of the main driving factors is just to play with people for their own gain. Well, I also think like they may not really realize that that's what they're doing. Yeah. 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 It's like they need something, no matter what it is, something that like takes that part of their attention without them even realizing it. Yeah. I think everything just has to be bigger. So do you think that psychopaths know they are psychopaths? I mean, in this day and age, yeah. yeah. Some of them do and some of them don't. I think that they all know that like there's part of them that they're hiding but I think there's part of, like, I think we're all hiding a part of us, so. Yeah. There was one person who answered this question online who said that they've known since that they were children that they were different. So that even for them getting diagnosed is really just something that gives them a reasoning for, like, the way that they think. Yeah, but I think, like, that's across the board. Like, I do feel like I'm a very, like, um, like sensitive person, like, and like an empath and so like that's the same thing like I have felt different and I've felt like I'm not like other people but it's not because I'm a psychopath it's because of like these other tendencies so I think honestly most people grow up feeling like oh, I have like this difference mm, yeah so I don't yeah I don't think that's specific to them I guess that makes sense it's really as a kid you remember that the most of like why you didn't fit in why you feel like an outsider yeah yeah do you think that you've met a child who's a psychopath? A child? Yeah. Have you ever come across a child who you're like, I think something might be off with this kid? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, even in researching all this stuff, it does make me think, mostly it makes me look back on my life and think about, like, children, teenagers, young adults, adults that I've encountered that I'm like, hmm you kind of appeared this way or that way and so yeah i definitely think that i i have and i don't know for sure but do you think that it's something that like people are just born that way or do you think their environment kind of like triggers something in them so i looked that up actually because i thought psychopaths were born and like encouraged maybe but i thought they were just born that way Um, But it turns out that nowadays we believe that they are not just born that way, but it is a combo of nature and nurture. Really? A combination? It's still definitely like uh, they're born into it a little bit. Like they have tendencies that are natural? But it's basically their nurture that determines if they become psychopaths that we know about, kind of. Is that why like all of your serial killer shows have like these guys who have like weird moms strange upbringings for sure yeah strange upbringings Mm -hmm. that just like trigger some sort of like human response that's Mm -hmm. like invincible to emotions yeah yeah so then they just play the game back to people I think that's a really big simplification (laughs) at all but (laughs) I mean most of my observations of these things are big simplifications Mm -hmm. one of the things too that i thought was interesting was um when we were kind of talking about this episode you brought up like sociopaths and like are we going to talk about both and 
Um, actually, according to Psychology Today, side note, I've been interested in psychopaths. I think it hasn't been to my early 20s that I learned about the word sociopath. Um, but according to Psychology Today, psychopath is a clinical term and sociopath is not a clinical term. Really? So mental health professionals should always refrain from using any version of the term sociopath. So it's basically not a real term in that world. So it, it's not a good diagnosis for anything. What's the real difference between between the two? I don't think that I can say because I think up until this point I thought like psychopaths like had more of a tendency to kill people <laughs> and sociopaths were more like your average Joe, but I, I think knowing that it's not even a term that the mental health community slash professionals want to recognize means like I don't even think it's worth worth like saying what the difference is because if they don't really recognize it as a real thing, then yeah. Well, now I'm very confused because for a long time I, I could never remember what the difference was, mm-hmm. and now that you're saying that that one of them isn't even a real thing. Now I'm curious about like, well, okay, so then what are the two things? Well, okay. So from what I read, I think the nature of like Hollywood let us know that psychopaths were this one thing and they were serial killers and crazies. They were psychotic. Yeah. So you don't have to be psychotic to be a psychopath. You, you could be, you don't have to be. So I think like, based on Hollywood and that version of psychopath, we labeled people who are able to act normal, quote unquote normal. I think we labeled them sociopaths because they weren't acting out psychotically, but that's actually just not true in the mental health world. So they still might just be straight up psychopaths. What do you mean? Well, I get, so if you have psychopathic tendencies, but you don't act out on them, then you're not a psychopath. You are a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. So with the sociopath, it's just basically a word that people use to describe that category? Yeah, it sounds like it was a word, to just a nicer word that made people feel less <clears throat> awkward. Oh, he's not, he's not a bad guy. He's just a creep. Mm-hmm. Also, psychopaths, they're not all creeps. Right. They're soldiers they have and a surgeons. Bigger, tendency to be a creep oh that's right that's right but they're not all creeps so you're talking about hollywood's mm-hmm. portrayal of psychopaths yeah do you have like favorite movies no i don't have any favorite anything around psychopaths just because i'm interested and i've been fascinated doesn't mean i have favorites or like you, you see, like all psychopaths no. the same no i don't actually like anything about psychopaths i just find it very interesting sure I do have a list of, like, just for reference. I appreciate your clarification of not actually liking psychopaths. Mm, Yeah, no. I'm actually, I think I'm very alert when meeting people. I personally do not want to associate with psychopaths. (laughs) Um, I think, unfortunately, in my past, I have come across several and been in... I don't like relationship as in like the generic term of relationship with people within circles of and uh, that's something I would like to avoid at all costs which I also think being 32 almost 33 almost 
uh, it can be hard. If you're listening to this, Andy will have to, will be 33. It can be hard because psychopaths are charming, and their whole goal is to trick you into being on their team and a part of what they're doing. So, anyway, for reference, just because I'm telling you sociopaths aren't real and psychopaths are, and they could be anything on a, uh, on apparently a spectrum of things. Famous psychopaths, which are all serial killers. They are all serial killers. Uh, I mean, when you look up famous psychopaths, it's going to be a list of serial killers. I'm curious if there are any who are on that list who aren't serial killers. I think it's hard. I, I I think there definitely are. I think a lot of them are CEOs in the corporate world the and people I, don't know are psychopaths and i think people don't want to come out because those people are still like alive and no one wants to be like hey you're a psychopath right you don't call out the psychopath but i think it was something like don't exactly quote me but one in one in three ceos is a psychopath ceos mm-hmm. so just because they're so cutthroat to like get where they want i guess i don't know but my list of famous psychopaths Number one is Ed Gein, which I didn't realize this, but so I knew that he, Ed Gein is the person that inspired Norman Bates from Psycho. Oh. He also inspired Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think I've heard of this guy. And Buffalo Bill. Yeah, you've heard of this guy. (laughs) And (laughs) Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. Wow. Yeah, I, I knew that he was like drawn upon for Psycho, but not the other two. So tell me more about this guy. Do you know more about this guy? Or is it just on, on your list? I mean, Ed Gein was like this crazy uh, man who lived in Wisconsin. And he, I know that he for sure was like a grave robber. I don't know if he killed anyone. He must have killed somebody. But his thing was to like dig up dead women. Whoa. And then he'd use their skin to make stuff. He, he lived in like an isolated part of Wisconsin. and um, Didn't Dahmer come from Wisconsin too? Uh, he came from like the state over, but he worked in Wisconsin. Do you think that the, the the region that somebody grows up in might make them more or less likely to be a psychopath? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll quickly put out that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, his thing was the use of like human skin, which uh, is obviously why right. it's like Psycho, right. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and Silence of the Lambs. Um, then there you have like Charles Manson. Oh yeah. Ted Bundy, Richard Ramirez, who is the Night Stalker, Jeffrey Dahmer, and then Dennis Rader, who's the BTK killer. There's a whole list of like other ones, but those to me were like very famous ones yeah. that people might recognize, and their stories to kind of pick up on why. Is BTK the one from Mindhunter? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. The Kansas City guy. Uh. Or maybe he's just in somewhere that in that area. Yeah. But I think those are easy stories to see how, like, those people went extreme and didn't think that they would get in trouble for, like, really bad crimes against other people because other people to them weren't really people. They were just things what do to you do th- stuff with. <laughs> what do you think the line of, like, narcissism crosses over? Is it all psychopaths are narcissists, but not all narcissists are psychopaths? Or is it kind of just mm. some weird collection of the both? I mean, I think... According to, like, the psychology today, I think you can't, like, for sure say every case is going to be this way. But I think, like, what you're saying, 
almost all psychopaths are narcissists, but not all narcissists are psychopaths. And not all psychopaths are serial killers. Yeah. So there's some weird like food chain there's of a like little, crazy people. There, there's a little wiggle room somehow between those things. So then what's the step down from narcissism? Like what's the next like normal thing that it's kind of on that spectrum towards being a psychopath? It's just probably a personality trait of being vain or prideful. That is actually much more insightful than I thought, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd come back with. I think you're right, though. Yeah. Because I think, what is it ultimately, like, caring about the gain of what you're doing, regardless of how it affects people? Yeah, it's only you. being able to think about, like, yourself and not really other people. Mm-hmm. Which, But even then, I think people who have a sense of low self-esteem tend to be prideful, kind of in, like, this weird roundabout oh, yeah. way. Yeah. Um, so it's all very loop-de-loop-de and confusing, but... I definitely encounter that in my work a lot, because sometimes the people who are just straight-up assholes Mm -hmm. and just being the worst person ever, ultimately is often because they're uber-insecure, and they don't maybe realize that or don't see how the way that they're acting is because of that, but Mm -hmm. I do see it pretty often. Yeah, I feel like it's a never-ending conversation, and I do feel like psychopaths scare me... Are you glad that I'm not one? Yeah. On a scale of 1 to 10, how scared were you? 10. A 10. Maybe an 11. <laughs> I didn't... But the thing is, like, I don't think you are one, but the fact that you, like, out of the loop presented me with, like, you took a test, <laughs> like... But I'm always reminded, because I do listen to My Favorite Murder, and, like, oftentimes I feel like Georgia talks about how she, like is really into like all the true crime and serial killers and like all that kind of stuff. And then every so often it's like, she looks over at Vince, her husband, and it's just like, you better not be a serial (laughs) killer or a psychopath or crazy. And it's just a scary thing of like, and I think that boils down to like, it's hard to feel like you actually know another person because the nature of all of us is to like present our best selves and it can be scary there are often times when you do the same when we'll be like around the house and then you're just like giving me an eye and i'm like what are you what's your deal and then it usually is because you just listen to some podcast about some crazy husband Mm -hmm. still worried still not convinced (laughs) i'll just keep taking more tests well i would say that there's enough dark things to talk about on this subject but Today actually is a not is not a dark day. It's actually your birthday. Yeah. And on a scale of one to ten, how excited are you that it's your birthday? A four. A four. Because <laughs> 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 the excitement is over and you're now experiencing it. No. <laughs> <laughs> is it because you're upset about how hot it is? I think that I am upset that so many birthdays are ruined this year aka ruined ruined i didn't line up a, a, a parade for your birthday Is that i would okay? hate i'm someone who would not enjoy that at all <laughs> that's the thing yeah there's not a lot to be able to do i do in a weird way love my birthday not in the way that i want a lot of people to be around and like have a big right, party right. but I do like celebrating and honestly nothing feels celebratory <laughs> about 2020 and so we'll celebrate yeah we'll do some some small things we'll eat some cake yeah we'll have some drinks yeah I might sing a song 
I would like if you sing a song. I'll sing. I'm not going to do it right now, but I will sing a song. Okay. <laughs> so, what are some of your favorite memories of your birthday growing up? Do you have any that stand out? Uh, the thing that always stands out is my birthday was either like one or two days right before school started, or literally one or two days right after school started, Whoa. which my mom reminded me on our last phone call sucked. Because you basically couldn't invite anybody. I could. So it's like we never really celebrated on my birthday because of how it fell because oh, right. X, Y, and Z. So it was celebrated a little bit before. And I'm someone who got very anxious before school started. So about a week before school, I was very anxious and I would get like stomach aches. For your birthday. I would get stomach aches because school was starting and my birthday. So it was like uh. way too much. And so growing up, I can remember probably like age eight to like 13, I would like have the worst stomach ache the night before and the day of my birthday and almost like couldn't eat any any food or any cake on the day of my birthday really that sounds so sad yeah but there was lots of times that i got to do like have my friends over and have like a sleep out on the trampoline or like i think i just liked that i liked when a lot of people came over and we had like a slumber party yeah those were my favorite things and that's like yeah it was always elementary middle school yeah, I don't remember anything about like what I did in high school for it, birthdays. It's kind of a weird era, right? It's yeah. like, oh, like I'm too old to like care about this, but I still care about this. Yeah, I can't really remember high school birthdays. And then that just kind of carries into like you being an adult. Yeah. So, so are are you somebody who is sad on your birthday, or are you, do you like want people to know, or do you want to just celebrate in your own way? What's your like your little perspective on your day? All of the above. <laughs> um, I know I definitely have never been, I've never liked going to work on my birthday. Yeah. Mostly because I don't, I don't want that personal interaction with people. Uh, I don't want to walk in and have people tell me happy birthday. But yeah, I still want everyone to acknowledge that it was my <laughs> birthday. And I still like getting presents. It's like, I just don't like the like direct contact. Yeah. I think there's a quote that like sums you up pretty well, which from one of our best friends. Yeah, so it was like New Year's this last year. I, I think we were all talking, and you kind of said this thing. I didn't say it. Uh, they said it. Yeah. And it was like, "I'll acknowledge my presence, but pretend like I'm not here." Yeah. And had a perfect little like summary of like who you are. Yeah. Okay, this year's been what it is. Uh huh. What about your future birthdays? What would you like to see for like one of your future birthdays besides I, being in Copenhagen? I would on a like go to go to Copenhagen <laughs> and be on a go boat with bottles and bottles of champagne. That sounds pretty magical. And shrimp sandwiches. Yeah. No pressure. That's what I want. No pressure. Well, I actually have a request for Andy's birthday. Well, no pressure, but hopefully one day we can be in that place. But until then, we'll just. Enjoy some food inside of our apartment, likely. <laughs> some to go meals. Oh, yeah. Oh, but it's going to be, we have a heat wave here. It's going to be like 98. There's also blackouts. Blackouts happening. are happening. We know someone who had a blackout tonight. Sorry, our dog's drinking water, but like we're <laughs> almost done. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot we can do but eat cake, drink champagne, and cry. And so. cry. Oh, have you had any cry updates since this 
last weekend when we recorded the other podcast. No, I haven't cried since then, since yesterday. <laughs> since yesterday. Well, and you'll actually hear on the next one, Andy's cry log for the previous week. Yeah. But all of that's fine. You know, it's just just one of those years. Just one of those years. <laughs> Great. <laughs> on another note, if you would like to do something nice for Andy's birthday, you could go over to whatever site you listen to our podcast on and leave us a review, maybe. That'd be nice. You don't have to, but if you want to, I think that's a small thing you could do, but don't feel pressured by either one of us. Yeah, there's no pressure, only if you want, because sometimes those things matter and help little podcasts like us keep going. The little podcast that could... (laughs) But we're at like what eight or nine episodes now. Yeah. Which just feels it feels crazy because we didn't even think we would get to this point. No. But I think we're just trying to be consistent and keep trying to talk to each other. <laughs> yeah, about things. I think sometime soon, if you do leave a comment, if you want, you could also let us know what you want us to talk about. You know, I'll that- put something out there that's not comment related about this. But if you are definitely like, I like this topic, you should talk about this. Go for it. I think that's a great idea, actually. At some point, I think we'll maybe get a website or do something. On, maybe we'll just do it on like social media. But I would like to have like two sections. It's like big questions and little questions. Yeah. Both of which we can question mm-hmm. and talk about. Like, and the big things are like more of like a full dialogue about. And then little questions can just be like some little little banter here and there. Which okay, so let's end on this one question. Okay. So I'll ask you, and then you have to ask me. Okay. <laughs> That's the way questions work. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting that part. What's your favorite type of birthday cake? Type of birthday cake? Oh, yes. Actually, I'm going to have to say carrot cake is my favorite birthday With cake. With what type of frosting? With cream cheese frosting. Okay. And what is your favorite birthday cake? Birthday cake. Just... With sprinkles. <laughs> or strawberries. <laughs> No chocolate. To me, like, chocolate is more like a holiday dessert. And, like, for my birthday, I want, like, birthday cake with sprinkles. Like, the thing that shouts what it is. And, yeah, like, sprinkles and white and pink and strawberries and or cherries. And (laughs) that's what I want. Well, I'm working on it. But by the time you listen to this, I hope that she has enjoyed said cake. Same. Same. Okay. Thanks for listening to my birthday episode about Psychopaths. Happy birthday, Andy. Happy birthday, Psychopaths. (laughs) (laughs) 